time enough at last. Submitted for your consideration to sci-fi fans, Sean Majors and Keith Conrad. Rewatch The Twilight Zone from beginning to end. It's like something out of that Twilighty show about that zone. Portrait of a TV fan named Joe Britt. Occupation, cab driver. Tonight, Mr. Britt is going to watch a really big shoe. Something special for the cabbie who's seen everything. Joe Britt doesn't know it, but his flag is down, his meter's running, and he's in high gear on his way to the Twilight Zone. Episode number 144 of the Twilight Zone was uh, What's in the Box, and um, that's a... you know that's a that's a phrase that J.J. Uh, Abrams likes to use, although I'm, I'm not sure he really understands it. But uh, <laughs> that, that's a different story. Um, and uh, th- this one involves uh, uh, a, a TV that uh, can see the future, Sean. And um, we, we've got we 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 did the episode with the uh, the camera, right? That can see the future. Yeah, there was something like that. I, it was like a, a certain kind of camera or something. Yeah. Uh, I, I know there is an episode. Yeah, I, I, I'm 90% sure we've done that. But at this point, we're on episode 144. So it's actually <laughs> kind of tough to tell. Okay, do I remember that from actually doing the episode with Sean? Or do I just remember from having seen it? <laughs> um, there is an episode called A Most Unusual Camera, season two, episode 10. Okay, so if it was season two, we definitely did it. <laughs> we definitely did. And it was did. a while ago. Yes. Years. Uh, Literally so years ago. So I think I, I can li- – li- listen, if you could be forgiven for not knowing that William Shatner was in the Twilight Zone, I think I could be forgiven <laughs> for, for this one. Um, it looks like Treehouse of Horror uh, 15, the Ned Zone, uh, parodied a most unusual camera. Uh, yeah, or, or I guess you know we kind of kind of did this one too. Yeah, because like the the Ned Zone wasn't really like a camera sort of thing. It was really a parody of the, the Dead, Dead Zone. zone. <laughs> um, because uh, you know the 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 premise was that Ned was in an accident. Yeah, and then by touching people, he could see their future. Yes, and that was that was the premise of the Dead Zone with. Uh, with Anthony Michael Hall. They really just kind of regurgitated a whole lot of plots in season five. They, they kind of did. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, this, this one is, is different. It, it, it is, it uh, is. It, it follows uh, Joe and Phyllis Britt, who uh, I think, I think it's been a while since we've had a twilight zone couple that I, I'm just thinking, how did these two crazy kids get together? <laughs> uh, you know, cause um there's escape clause where he just he basically just seems to hate. Oh his my wife. gosh! Yeah. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. While I was watching this, I was thinking of of that episode mainly because uh, he calls her a ham sandwich before he jumps off the roof. Uh, no, he calls. Does he? I know he calls her a potato pancake. Potato pancake. Maybe that's. It. Does he also call her a ham sandwich? Some, a husband calls a wife a ham sandwich in some episode of The Twilight Zone. I swear. <laughs> Uh, well, now, but before the next episode, we'll we'll find uh, that I'll, out. I'll do some research and, <laughs> yeah. and find that out. I'll, I'll ask Chat GPT which uh, which Twilight Zone episode uh, involves a man calling his wife a ham. Oh, the robots are taking over. Uh, and and, it, and it's funny because, like, at first, uh, you know, 
he's a cab driver. And because of the timing, when I first, you know, see this episode, I'm thinking, oh, that kind of reminds me of my grandma and grandpa. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then they basically start talking and I'm like, OK, no, that that's not like that. <laughs> that's not them at all. <laughs> no, not 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 in the least. Um, so, I mean, this is uh, for, first of all, there's a TV repairman at the beginning of the episode who may be the single creepiest looking human being on planet Earth. He's such an asshole, too. And, and he look and he looks creepy. I mean, there, there's no redeeming qualities to this guy. I I feel kind of bad saying it because I, I, I'm sure he was uh, he was the, the sweetest man who ever lived. <laughs> uh, I, I see here on IMDb, his name was Sterling Holloway. Oof. Now, we did have uh, the guy who played uh, Casey uh, in, you know, Mighty Casey, the episode. Uh, we looked him up and it turned out he had like murdered somebody. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Uh, and he had, like he had fairly recently died in prison. That's after right. Murdered That's right. Someone. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that this isn't what happened to, uh, Sterling Holloway. He was, uh, he was 87 when he died and, in 1992. And he was the voice of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, that's where I recognize the voice. And the Cheshire cat. So creepy. Too. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I did definitely recognize the voice. Well, okay. Now I actually legitimately do feel bad for saying he's the creepiest looking human being ever. <laughs> And he played Casey at the bat. <laughs> um, and he murdered someone. And he murdered somebody. <laughs> uh, so um, the 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 TV repair because this is back in the '60s where you actually repaired things instead of just replacing them. Yes, or so I'm told by baby boomers. <laughs> um, I mean, my dad used. My my dad used to build TVs, and so he knew how to replace them. So I guess he would know. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, he he used to uh uh you know he could repair a, a CRT TV, uh, cathode ray television, not critical not race theory. <laughs> stop. Stop. Just just go away. Tucker. Oh, the letters. Uh oh, I can already see the letters <laughs> coming in. <laughs> Twilight Zone podcast advocates for CRT. <laughs> um, I'm more so of a Sharia some, law guy myself. It, really, me, me too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so for some reason, aside from the fact that that Joe seems to just not be a very pleasant person, just in general. Yes. Like it seems like he's always yelling at somebody. Always. Um, <clears throat> he kind of gets into it with the TV repair band a little bit, kind of like uh, the the episode of uh, the thing about machines, where just out of nowhere he just starts accusing the guy of like sabotaging his yeah. entire house. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing where he says, you know, uh, you know, I can't believe how much you 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 people charge and everything. Meanwhile, I'm thinking this guy literally made a house call. He's coming into your house to repair your TV while you do nothing. You just sit there with your feet up. I think you can pay the man. Yeah, it's uh, the equivalent of like treating a, a waiter like crap, uh, just begging him to spit in your food before he brings it out. A little bit. Like, I, I think that, that this guy really knew his craft as a TV repairman. <laughs> and he knew that there was a switch that you could you could turn from good to evil. Yeah. And so he made the TV evil 
and and that's what happened. I, I think that had Joe been better, this entire situation would have been averted. It, I, it wouldn't have happened. I can't believe it took night. It took until the eighties for Westinghouse to stop uh, selling TVs with that good and evil switch on the inside. It's just asking for well, trouble. I mean, th- there was there was demand for it. I mean, <laughs> obviously they, they knew their their market. So yeah, yeah I mean, um, it, it was more. You know the the fact that people kept buying the TVs with good and evil settings <laughs> is UHF. It's the you know, consumer's good, fault. Evil. Yeah, uh, you know it's like if people stopped clicking on uh, pop up ads, there would stop being pop up ads. <laughs> true. No, can't argue with that. <laughs> that's the that's the twenty first century equivalent of the the good and evil switch on the Western house <laughs> pop up ads. <laughs> So uh, the TV repairman uh, leaves uh, after, you know, getting a a good tongue lashing from Joe. And uh, the TV starts to get channel 10, which uh, presumably is is unique, uh, you know, because they make note of it. And um, but um, it actually starts showing Joe uh, the past present and future for he and uh he and phyllis yes uh but only joe can see it so uh much like the episode static where um you know the guy was listening to the radio yeah only he could hear the, yeah only he could hear the the big band music and all the stuff that he always wanted to hear this is the same thing except joe can see like the past present and and future probably a good thing for joe because phyllis already has her uh her her uh premonitions about him stepping out on her right yeah um <clears throat> which um like again uh phil phyllis just everything would have been a lot better uh, also if uh okay so joe had been nicer to the the tv repairman winnie the tv repairman <laughs> uh and if phyllis had actually just decided you know what? Uh, if this guy is gonna gonna do this, I'm leaving. Just leave him. She would have been better off. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we will see that she will have been better off. <laughs> really, everybody. Uh, everybody would have been better off. Um, although, although in fairness, uh, Phyllis, you, you can't let her off scot free because she really like really lays into him. She truly and, does. Um, I, you know, maybe uh, maybe he deserved it, uh, but at the same time, at some point, hey, maybe rather than continuing to just needle the guy, just leave and go on with your life and let him be terrible in his terrible corner of the world. Just, you know, whether or not you drove him into the arms of another woman, cut the losses, cut your losses, walk out that door. Yeah. Uh, that that's good life advice from uh, time enough at last. You heard it here first. <laughs> there are fifty ways to leave your lover, Phyllis. He, he's he's not going to change. Just <laughs> just go. Um. So so basically, uh, on the TV when it's showing him the future, he sees, um, he sees himself attacking uh, Phyllis and uh, basically pushing her out a window during the fight. <laughs> Which is, I swear, like the most, one of the most frequent ways to off somebody in the Twilight Zone. So many people fall off buildings uh, in this show. The the Twilight Zone and Russia. (laughs) 
uh, yeah, it, it's the preferred uh, uh, method of death in, in the Twilight Zone in Russia. Well, in Russia, they're all accidents, though. Oh, a- yeah, accidents. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing how many um, people accidentally fall out of their hotel windows. <laughs> um. So, uh, so Joe is uh, is arrested for pushing uh, poor Phyllis out of the window, and uh, as the police are uh, are are handcuffing him. And taking him away, he sees Winnie the repairman, mm. uh, who asks him to, "Hey, can can you leave me, uh, you know, a recommendation on my Fiverr page?" <laughs> I just I don't um, understand how how he got in there with the cops. Like, is he on the the cops' payroll too, <laughs> or are the cops on his payroll, Keith? Uh, I I think the cops are on his payroll. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, again, the 60s being a different time, if you're maybe it's like, you know, if you're wearing a vest and carry a ladder, you can get in anywhere. That's true. Like, that's very true. Probably even probably even the White House, although I wouldn't try that one. But carry a, a carry a, a like a like a reflective vest and a ladder and no one will no one will interfere with you. They'll just let you go wherever you want to go. I'm actually, you know, in all of the uh, in all of the Twilight Zone, Winnie the the TV repairman, which is officially his name now, might be one of the most powerful forces in all of the Twilight Zone. I well, I mean, do do you think like he just uh, you know kind of (laughs) do you think he kind of made this happen or um, uh, did, did he just you know like. Did he just know it was going to happen or or what? Because I, I, I'm thinking maybe he created the situation. I, I imagine he created the situation, um, you know, and he's just kind of passing judgments on philanderers and adulterers all over the Twilight Zone. And uh, but, you know, the the real person behind the pulling the strings behind the curtains, probably Tigger. Oh, bother. The next time your TV set is on the blink, when you're in the need of a first rate repairman. May we suggest our own specialist, factory-trained, prompt, honest, 24-hour service. You won't find him in the phone book, but his office is conveniently located in the Twilight Zone. Gabatron?